And we're back. It's Angie. And Nicole. Hello, everybody. We are back after an extended break. We did the last one from home via Zoom. That was interesting. couple of them. Yeah, that's true. We actually did. So how you been over the last couple of weeks? What's been going on? Thanksgiving was uh, was over that break. Oh, Thanksgiving was. We were supposed to go on vacation Thanksgiving Day. We were heading to Florida. Isabel turned 16. We were going to go to Disney. She was going to bring a friend. We were supposed to still be there today driving home. But anyway, we decided to cancel. We yeah, were, that's we, rough. It is. We just decided it was what's best. And actually ended up working out okay because this week was opening season, deer open season. So Brian's been hunting with Ian a lot this week. No uh-huh. luck. In your own backyard? Uh, and some other property. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So hunting. So uh, how are you at the whole, um, you know, bringing in the carcass and taking the hide off and all that? Are, oh, are I you- thought you were going to ask me, what do I hunt for? Because I've done quite a bit of shopping. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. But I mean, how are, have they ever caught, caught, have they ever shot a deer before? Oh, sure. And so do you participate in the whole uh, processing of the game? No. <laughs> no, not at all. When Brian and I got married, I didn't have a clue that he was a hunter or an outdoorsman, not really, and it sounds weird. And the first hunting experience, we were in college at Bluffton, and he went hunting with our friend, Rich. Oh. And Brian comes in, and he holds two rabbits in his hand. He was like, (laughs) honey, look at this. I'm like, get him out of my house. Get him out of my house. (laughs) But he turned into the most amazing rabbit stew. Wow. So right then and there, the precedence was you hunt it, you clean it, you cook it, you disinfect it, everything. (laughs) And I don't have to do anything. No. And then he ended up getting a buck one year and he was like, oh my gosh, I don't know, it was a 10 or 12 point. He's like, it's my, it's a trophy deer. First one I've ever gotten. We have to get it taxidermied and hang it up. And I'm like, but it doesn't go with my decor. What do, what do we do? What do we do? So we've made it work over the years. Oh, we've nice. got a couple ducks. A couple of ducks. Made them work. But really, he and the boys, Isabel and the girls, they all go out and he shows them the parts of the deer and the heart and the liver and just talks about the anatomy mm-hmm. and uses absolutely every part of the deer that you could possibly yeah. imagine. Yeah. And and yeah, that's that's the best way to do it. And I actually got involved one time when my then husband shot a deer and I helped get the hide off. And You did? I did the, all the skin, the whole thing. Yeah, I did it all. Why? Uh, let's see. Why did I do that? Were you, were you <laughs> like a newlywed and you still were like, oh, honey, let me help you? No, I think, I think jokingly he said, okay, you can skin it. And I was like, okay. And I just did it. But you know, it's like, a hundred pounds lighter once you skin the thing. (laughs) So he didn't want to take it like that, that heavy. And I think they would have charged him extra. I don't know. Who knows? Did you ever go hunting with them? No. Have you ever gone hunting? No, I have not. I did for a while want to do some bow hunting, but I just never really followed through on it. I'm I'm not opposed to it. I believe that, you know, you should be hunting because you want to feed your family. And I love venison. So I would totally be okay with doing that. You know, we don't abuse the system and we follow the law and all that kind of stuff. And so I think it's perfectly fine. Not everybody's cool with that, but I am. Right. So I have to brag on my niece. Let's see, how old is my niece now? She's 22, maybe 23. 
Well, maybe she's 25. That makes me laugh because when you're like your niece, I'm like, oh, mine are all so young in high school. No, mine's old. Well, my sister's sister's 10 years older than I am. So my niece is considerably older. So brag on her how. Okay. So she went out hunting and got the biggest buck. She got such a big buck. And now in New York, they, they, they count both sides. They score them and they count both sides of the rack. And she had a 15 pointer. Oh, my stars. So even though the the buck didn't look very old, he had a very big rack. And so there's pictures of her. It was even featured in a magazine or something. They put it on their magazine site. But anyway, she just a little bit of a thing. She could not believe she got it because she took two shots and it and it kept going. And then it finally died and she she got her buck. Oh, awesome. And I said, you you had to have had help getting out with that. <laughs> she said, oh, yeah. <laughs> was that her first time hunting? No, not her first time okay. hunting, but first time getting something that big. Her, yeah. So, you know, what's interesting is when I used to live in Colorado, they only ha- they only count one rack. They only count half. So if you say I have an eight pointer, that just means half okay. of that deer. Isn't that interesting? But out here, out, I guess more east, they count both sides. I don't, I didn't even know that. I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah. Well, cause my husband got that deer that he got out there in Colorado. So right. anyway, I, I learned this and was very fascinated by the fact that we count things differently. I just want a big, big, huge one that would, we could hang coats for a coat rack. That well, I mean, would... you can always get antlers and make your own coat rack. You don't need no. to go kill something for that. <laughs> that is true. Okay, so let's talk Thanksgiving. What did you and the family do since you had to cancel all your plans? Did your daughter still have her friend over or did you do anything fun? Oh, my stars. Brian was supposed to work from home. Yes, tell them, tell of commuting or teledoctoring or whatever you call it. Telehealth. Yeah. <laughs> but they ended up saying they didn't need him. So that was, again, a blessing in disguise. Oh, so So he had the day. Yes, so he had the day. And I made mashed potatoes and stuffing and salad. I'm trying to think of some other things. I just asked the kids what they wanted, different things that they wanted. Oh, yeah. And Brian smoked ribs. Oh, that's right. You guys were doing the ribs this year, which I found out after the fact that that's a pretty common thing. People like to smoke ribs on Thanksgiving. Well, we did it when we lived in San Diego because we didn't want to just, we're doing our own thing. Yeah. And it is about being together and gathering and being thankful. Right. And boy, were we thankful for those ribs. <laughs> we, we are sitting there and we're eating. And our Alexandra, we have it on video. It is a hoot. She sits there and she's as quiet as could be. And she's eating and we're like finishing up and she's eating and some of us are done and she's eating. She ate nothing but ribs. <laughs> and so Isabel goes around the table and says, hey, dad, how many did you eat? And so she goes through everybody. I only ate three. She had 10 ribs, Angie. Did she clean them off? She did. Brian made sure she cleaned them off. Oh, my. She ate 10 ribs. She's like as big as my pinky. I know. <laughs> she liked him. <laughs> it was hilarious. I have, I'm like, you're going to make yourself sick. And oh she's my like, goodness. no, I'm not. They're so good. Wow. But complete epic fail on my end. The end of the meal, the end of the ribs for Allie. And the kids are like, what's for dessert? <laughs> oh, no. I didn't make any dessert. Well, we don't have to have dessert. Buy some ice cream. No, but... Who does that? Who has, <laughs> right? Isn't that what a lot of people are about? Oh, we're going to have pumpkin pie. We're going to have. Yeah, but you're not the cook of the family. So 
I give no, you grace Brian, on that one. Thank you. Brian's not a baker. I'm like, look, have ribs. <laughs> <laughs> They're salad. Salad is your dessert. Yes. No, but it was just a great, relaxing day. Fun. We did watch the Macy's Day Parade. That was very interesting this year. It was. And I didn't get a chance to watch the dog show because I don't have live TV. Really okay. bummed about that. You know, we had a friend... Friendsgiving, I guess you call it. Friendsgiving. Yeah. And we did that on Thanksgiving. Uh, a friend of mine roasted a turkey breast, which came out beautiful and oh, super those tasty. Are the best. Oh, so good. She did such a great job. And then we played board games. And I don't know about you, but I love board games. Well, we've talked about that before. Did mm-hmm. you play Redneck Life? We didn't play Redneck Life. We played FERT. Okay, could you repeat that? <laughs> FERT is a game. I feel like they just really overcomplicated the game. But FERT is a game where you move around the board and you have to do all of these crazy things that the board tells you to do or the cards tell you to do. And Like you, it's interactive, like you have to stand up and do things? Yeah, or in my case, I had to lay on the floor. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, go ahead. So I couldn't tell anybody, but I had to lay on the floor and find out and, and have people wonder what I was doing. And then I another I, I played this actually twice over the Thanksgiving weekend. The second time I had to pretend like I was sick to my stomach. And if somebody brought me a bag or a trash can, then I got to get extra moves. But nobody did. Nobody cared. <laughs> did they think you were in turkey coma? Yeah, they all thought, yeah, I didn't really have that much turkey. But I, it's still, this game is really funny. One Spell it. F-U-R-T. FERT. What does it stand for? Well, it's just the name of the game. Oh, I didn't know if it was an acronym for something. No, I, okay, I I'll don't, have to check it out. I don't think it is. But, okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, one, one lady, I had to pick somebody in the room. And when she talked, I had to say, my name is Angie Vertucci, and I approve this message. <laughs> Every time she talked, one of the other ladies had to say, vote for me, vote for me. And she had to get people to say, I'd vote for you. And two of us actually jokingly said, we'd vote for you. And she got to go two extra spaces. So oh, it's just, fun. there's so much to think about. And then you have to do a truth or fault, true or false. If you land on that, you have to put yourself in this situation where you're telling a story or you're acting out something. They give you a whole scenario. Anyway, it's just crazy. There's just so much that goes on with that game, but it's a lot of fun if people are willing to be a little silly. Why not? <laughs> Why not? And we also, there was a couple other games. Like I said, I played board games a couple of times over the weekend. And no, I didn't play Redneck Life, although that is definitely the next game because it's just so much fun. But I gave mine to my son. So speaking of board games, my kids decided this year we would do a gift exchange and it would all be puzzles or board games by family. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So we're going to do that this year. And I, I also would like to exchange ornaments, whether, whether handmade or store-bought with people. So anyway, that's interesting. I'm going to, I've got my eye on a couple of different games. You know, they can get kind of costly, especially the really good ones. Very costly. So we didn't, you know, decide that we were going to buy games for everybody around the table. We were just going to do it in exchange. But yeah, the games are the best way. That's just family time and memories. You know, I, I can tell you exactly what I ate, but I can sure tell you the fun we had afterwards. I love it. So have you done gift exchange in the past? For my family? Yes. Yes, but it was just a certain you dollar a limit. I, I think this year, a lot of people are going outside of the norm. It's 2020 and doing things that are a little different. So for you to say that your family's doing a game, gift exchange is awesome. Like just being intentional with that. 
Yeah. So let me ask you this. I, I was asking this to some of the listeners when I was on the air. What Do you make homemade gifts? And do you think that receiving a homemade gift is a good thing or do you look like you're cheap? Okay. So, wow, that's a lot to process, especially since this is going to be publicized, right? As a child, I absolutely loved making things for people. But now that I'm an adult and my kids are making things for me, I'm kind of like, whoa, I don't know about all that. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing is it, you know, when kids make things for you, you keep those because they're keepsakes. But now we're talking adults. Like I would make something for my friends, but what oh. would I make that wouldn't look like, I want it to be thoughtful, but I want it to also be useful. I don't think it's necessary to buy them something that they're not going to use. Like I would buy them an ornament or I would give them an ornament, but that's only once a year. Right. So you got any ideas? Brian is working on some homemade projects and I'm going to keep it on the DL. Okay. And I'm super excited about them. I think there are some people that are so gifted and talented with their hands or baking or cooking or creativity that I love that. But some people are just wired differently. Do you and think they shouldn't be giving you a homemade <laughs> gift? But that's my question is, if you make a homemade gift, is food really the idea? Should you really be doing food? Because it's here today, gone tomorrow. Oh, there are some people whose food I would absolutely love <laughs> to have. Yeah, oh, right. I would absolutely love to have or even just the recipe for it. You know, that kind of thing. Well, one listener suggested that you do something homemade, but then you find something small to go with it that says, you know, I thought about you, you know, just something they could keep. And I actually thought about because I've got to make a care package for my son in Colorado. This is going to be challenging because Shipping is going to be very different this year. There's a lot of things being you shipped. You haven't even shipped anything yet? To That's them? what I'm saying right now. Sweetie, it's December 4th. Yeah, and we have to get those things out, right? That's yes. what I'm saying. I have to do it now. So I'm thinking about a gift card. But then how impersonal oh, is a Angie, gift card? I was just going to go there. I was just going to ask you your opinion about a gift card. So what do you think? Do you think it's just too easy to give somebody a gift card? I think it depends on the person. When we have gift exchanges with extended family and there's basically a swapping of gift cards, it's like, what's the point? I might as well just keep the gift card for myself or keep the cash myself. When it becomes sometimes in a family situation, an obligatory type of thing. And maybe I'm the only one out there that feels that there's an obligatory gift exchange. But I like it when it comes from the heart. And there are some, especially children of any age, that would welcome cash, that would welcome a gift oh, card. Oh, sure. Yeah. But how many, how many people just don't use that gift card? I sometimes forget you that do. I have a gift card. Now, if it was I, Amazon. I'll hold them. I'll hold them for you. I'll hold all the gift cards no. you get this year. <laughs> now, if it was Amazon, I'd be using that like immediately. So that, that, that's the best thing somebody could get me. I have in my purse a box that was an Amazon. It came with an Amazon gift card. I keep all my gift cards in there. Oh, so really? So it's kind of like, yeah. So my mother-in-law used to keep an envelope in her purse that had all coupons. So that's where I got the idea. So that way, when I'm out, I'm always like, oh, so I have my Kohl's cash in there, my Starbucks gift card, any gift card that I get. So when I'm out and about, then I can just use them. So if you keep them in one area, you won't forget about them. Hmm. Maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll get just... you a box. <laughs> You'll have me a box. Can you put a gift card in there? Oh, maybe. Maybe a used one, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> one that's not good. But they say there's something like 30% of people 
that don't ever use those gift cards. Right. And I don't know. I, I guess I, it, there's a lot more thought that has to go into the gift giving. I... I know that my son will use a Whole Foods gift card because he lives in Boulder and they go to Whole Foods every other day because they get stuff that's fresh. Fresh. Right? And so he would use that all the time. And so I that's think, a win. I think that's a win. But what am I giving him to keep for the rest of the year? That's the part that I'm dealing with. It's like, what do I do? I want to do something special. Now, I love that you can buy online and have it shipped straight to him. And there isn't, there is even gift wrapping. I've done that before. And sometimes I do a really nice job with the gift wrapping. I don't know. I haven't done it a lot. You have such a beautiful voice that you should get him a Whole Foods gift card and call Whole Foods and tell them your son's going to be shopping on this day. And then you should record yourself singing a song to him that they would put <laughs> at the loudspeaker <laughs> at Whole Foods. Oh my goodness. Nicole, that's just too far. <laughs> I don't know. Thinking outside the box. Thinking outside the box. Okay. That's the, that's the other thing is thinking outside the box. Okay. What is the craziest gift you have ever received? Something that you just went, oh my goodness, or maybe just the most memorable? I don't think on the spot like this very well. Well, let me tell you what mine is. Please do. And I, but what's hard is I'm wanting to focus on what you're saying that I forget to think about me. Okay. Tell me. So I don't know if it was really a unique thing, but it was it was very thoughtful. And I'll tell you why. So when I was married, my husband decided to buy me a couple of little things. But how he put it together, that was the trick. Now, you get this heavy, big, heavy box and you open it. And inside is another box and a brick, which is why it's heavy. The brick makes the big box feel heavy. And then there's another box inside, which, of course, I had to open. And when I opened that box, inside was two cereal boxes taped together. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> it's just the whole idea of, of having to, you know, dig for your present. So one of the cer cereal boxes was filled with a really pretty sweater. And then the other one had a CD for Billy Joel, because I love Billy Joel. And it was just the fact that he took so much time to do all this what a hoot it's kind of like my son he likes to give presents but he, instead of taping the real he buys really good wrapping paper but instead of taping the wrapping paper he hot glues it so you have to really break into your boxes but oh, it takes I a little bit more it. time <laughs> i would not recommend mailing bricks to your son no <laughs> this was something he did but that's what was memorable was you know he took a lot of time and thought into the wrapping of it and, and it didn't matter what I was getting it was just fun to open haven't you ever done something like that I have not I've always thought about doing it but I haven't my mother used to make us do scavenger hunts at oh, the end cool. of our gift giving there was a little tag on the tree and that was our last thing it was usually our biggest present and we had to scavenger hunt she'd make up little rhymes and we'd have to scavenger hunt all over the place to get to our gifts I did that with my kids growing up and oh, they just fun. loved it. Oh, fun. So there you go. Some ideas. You got to get creative, though. It even helps to start now because you can't get creative Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, I have been up till midnight wrapping presents like crazy. And I always say every year, oh, I'll get it done before. Yeah. Oh, I'll get it done before. No, we never do. No. It was actually a packing party. We used to always enjoy Christmas Eve packing and wrapping paper. And Did you put presents under the tree before Christmas or did they all come out Christmas morning? Well, we had a few that would come from parents, 
or in-laws, and we would put those under the tree. But the majority of them came out overnight, you know, because we did the whole Santa Claus thing when the kids were little, little. And then later it was just a nice way to wake up in the morning and see the different gifts. Yeah, Baba. There you go. (laughs) Right. So I did have a brief moment to think, and a couple things came to mind. When Brian and I were dating, he got me a scarf and a pair of gloves. And my sister, who was married at the time, said that was the most impractical, unrealistic, dumbest gift that he, as my boyfriend, could have gotten me. Really? I absolutely because loved it's what it. you wanted. It's what I wanted and what I needed. Yes. And to this day, I still have that scarf and gloves. I remember asking for a vacuum cleaner. I really wanted a vacuum cleaner. Yes, I want you to get me that for Christmas. <laughs> right. I haven't gone that far. I did get a bowling ball one year, but I asked for it. I'm sorry when you said that I'm picturing Fred Flintstone with his little feet. <laughs> Do you still have that? That particular bowling ball I lent to somebody who kept it, but I did get another one later on. Okay. Do you know who that person is that kept it? Um, Don't know if I remember who that person is, but it was purple. A purple I, bowling ball? I had a purple bowling ball and it fit me perfectly. I love to bowl. I don't do it very often, but well, I do I love to bowl. Yeah. if you had a bowling ball that you would enjoy bowling. I do. And I've got one now. I'm not really sure. Oh, no. I know how I got this one. My best friend is on a bowling team and she knew the guy at the bowling alley and said, I've got a friend who needs a bowling ball. And he said, here, I got this one. It's extra. Just give it to her. Oh, wow. And I was blessed with it. Isn't that sweet? Oh, awesome. So, I mean, I wouldn't go out and buy a bowling ball, but I've been given two of them. This one's not purple. It's blue. But I just found it the other day with my stuff in storage. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've got a bowling ball. I should go bowling. (laughs) So Brian was given a bowling ball as a gift one year. From a colleague here in town (laughs) for no other reason than to take it out back and shoot it. (laughs) No kidding. Yes. Who's going to throw it in the air? I don't know how it all. Why would you? Oh, I guess you wouldn't throw it. You would just put it on on something. I I don't know. Well, you got to have the rest of the story, Nicole. Did he shoot it? It's in my closet. The bowling ball. Well, it's in his closet. The bowling ball is still in his closet. He never blew it up. He never has done anything with it. Jeremy does that all the time with bowling pins. He gets all these old pins that, you know, you don't need anymore. And he goes, here you go. You can use this for shooting. Shoot it up. Oh, what a hoot. I love it. I I do love going out back and plinking away at cans and and such. Various things. (laughs) I will say Ian was a little disappointed this year that I didn't do a bunch of pumpkins outside like I normally do. Oh, yeah? Because after Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Day, we often, I don't say we because I don't participate, they shoot up all the pumpkins. Oh, yes. And we didn't do that this year. I, I'm totally down with that one, too. Yes. My favorite way to get rid of pumpkins is in Marysville, they used to do this thing called the pumpkin drop. Oh, I've heard of that. And it was the fire station and they get in their 40 foot ladder and they have this huge area. And then they say which person brought that pumpkin or you can buy them there. It's all a big fundraiser. And then they would drop it and you could fill it with jello or whatever just to just to make no like jello powder oh so the things would blow up and (laughs) and you know you'd see it you'd see it go in different colors and it was so much fun like to see the biggest smash yes and they got a little clever the second year and they put a, a big garbage can out like one of those big 55 gallon garbage can and they put water halfway in it and so then it became a game for the firefighters up on the ladder to get it into that bucket 
And if they could get it in there, then they, you know, it was something that they did for fun as well. Oh, what a hoot. Um, Yeah. A lot of times it was really hard to do that because you'd miss. And then the kids would, you know, scream and cheer. And oh, it's just so much fun. So that's my favorite way to get rid of pumpkins. Forget the pumpkin pie. Let's just smash the thing. Right. Yeah. You should have let them shoot them. That would have been fun. I would have come over for that. We didn't have any to shoot. Why didn't you get any this year? I think I was just in a little bit of a funk. Oh, okay. And didn't feel like putting out a bunch of pumpkins. And then when I felt like it, it was, oh, gosh, Thanksgiving's in a week. I mean, that kind of a thing. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so I, I was also talking this week with some friends that on Thanksgiving Day, we did Thanksgiving as a family via Zoom. Yes. That was so much fun. We were all making our crepes because that's our family tradition. And it was really cool to watch everybody make their own kind of crepes. And it really warmed my heart, Nicole, because... I got to watch my kids start their own traditions. So they're taking the tradition that we've always had, and then they made it their own in their own household. So my son was making blueberry crepes, and his son was eating blueberries, like just eating them frozen, and he was all blue. My daughter, my youngest daughter, decided she was going to make her own cream cheese frosting, or cream cheese filling, which you go, girl. I'm like, we usually buy it. It's cream cheese, like cheesecake filling right she decided she was gonna make it I'm like okay you go for it and my other daughter she's a vegetarian so she did it her way and actually she she included some other stuff to make their own tradition so it was really fun to watch the different traditions and then we got my mom and dad were on there my sister was on there for a little bit and my son in Colorado so much fun and I went through all of the ornaments for the Christmas tree I hadn't put the ornaments on the Christmas tree yet and I'd hold them up in front of the video and say okay whose is this and I would see their name on the back or whatever but then they brought back all this memory it was really fun to go through all the ornaments and how they've grown over the years and I did find some that were made my mom had gone through this spurt of where she made ornaments and she put their name on them and (laughs) it was just fun so that was really cool so now my Christmas tree is decorated and it's all it's not all but it's mostly handmade stuff from the kids over the years so that was the question I was asking people what's your ornaments are your ornaments all handmade or are they store-bought or is it a mix of the two do you have a color theme I know you have a lot of trees do you generally do a certain color theme or do you just make it Beautiful. So first of all, I'm going to back up and say, what amazing memories. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing memories. And again, stepping outside of the box, a lot of positive things from 2020. And that's one of them. This is going to be a Thanksgiving. I mean, just even as you were sharing, the smile on your face, your eyes lit up. The kids will remember that. Yes. And it'll go down in the books as an amazing holiday, even though you weren't together you were together right probably even more intentional over zoom than sometimes what you are when you're in person yeah as weird as that sounds yeah so in regards to trees yes I have a lot but we have one tree upstairs in our hallway for all the bedrooms on the landing that has a hodgepodge of all those kind of ornaments oh yeah that were given to Brian and I as gifts Prior to having children, things the children have received as gifts, things that were made at school or at church. Brian, when we got married, his mom gave us all of his ornaments from his childhood. Yes. I only had a few that were from my childhood. My mom was more of a minimalist and didn't save as much. But I have a couple things that I made that I saved when I was a child. And so that is just kind of the family memory tree and we have lights on it and just ornaments 
typically I put like a garland, but we're running out of room with a family of seven. <laughs> you run out of room and every place we've ever lived, we've always gotten ornaments. So we've got just a tree of memories. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. what it is. So the other ones are decorated in a certain theme. The others are all just theme based. OK. Yes. So I found that I don't necessarily do the whole theme thing, but I realized the decorations I have were red. So I had red balls and I had red bows. So those went on my tree with all my other stuff. I was like, oh, I guess I, I guess I do have yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a theme going on. Um, which tree do you use for presents since you have so many Christmas trees? In our family room, we have two trees. And so we have one tree that has all the family presents. If we put them out early, then the other tree, because we have several family functions where people come, those are for other family Christmases. So we segregate, (laughs) if I can say that, between the two trees so that we know which ones go with us when we have somewhere to be for a family Christmas or that kind of thing. So how do you do Christmas? You have five kids. So do you buy presents for every kid or how do you do the Christmas thing? Oh, wow, Angie. Um, In years past, it was presents from mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And and that was that. But the kids were totally spoiled with grandparents and cousins and other things and other gift exchange. So we just kept it very minimal mm-hmm. for us. No reason. Yeah, no reason to do more. Not to. I splurge a lot on stockings. And as they get older. Really? Oh, yes. As they get older, it gets more expensive. You fill stockings with special stuff? Uh, Yeah. Like what? I mean, my mom used to always put apples and oranges in there just so that they'd look heavy and they'd look full. <laughs> well, and my mom would always put an orange. Um. Of course, your typical toothpaste, toothbrush. Really? Shaving cream. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But I've I've kind of splurged a little bit. I've done some gift cards. Really? Yeah. So there's one thing that we always, always had in our stocking that I have passed on to my family tradition. Uh, besides the orange and the apple that my mother always put in there. I don't do that to my kids. But we always, always have to have Silly Putty. Oh, I even I've went done on, that. Yes. I went online and bought an eight pack of Silly Putty because that is the thing that I always put in the stocking and they look for it. They yes. literally look for it. And if it's not there, like, where's my Silly Putty? Did you do candy? <laughs> did you ever put candy? My mom did. She did take, you know, the Christmas candy and stick it in there. And she would do little things, you know, just little handheld toys or whatever when I was little. So for my kids, I did candy. I did small gifts. Oh, the things that you'd find at the checkout. Like I would get them Kleenexes and I would maybe grab a Starbucks card or things like that. So I think that because this year, okay, a couple of years ago, I said, we are not exchanging presents. We're going to get together and do this one $10 gift exchange and we're going to keep it easy. The kids were all in a financial place where that was perfect for them. But mom, I'm still mom. I'm right. still going to buy gifts for all my kids. And they were all like, wait a minute, you're not supposed to be doing this. And I said, it's okay. I'm mom. So I'm going to do this. But I think this year, because now there's grandkids and we're just going to spoil the grandkids. We're going to do our little gift exchange with puzzles, but then the grandkids get their things and they're going to get plenty. So it's like what you said. I don't have to get them, but one thing each. Right. But my kids, I think I'm going to make stockings. I think I'm going to figure out a way to do a stocking for each one of them. Like like a handmade stocking. I'm not going to actually make the sock. Oh, that's what I thought you meant. No, I'm just going to make sure that they all get some sort of a stocking with little stocking stuffers in it. Okay. You know, one year I made this really cute, I, I made them each a, a shoe and that was their stocking. 
So it was made out of felt in one year. Uh, this is the, the one year that I did it. My oldest, I had on there, my favorite oldest child, because they're always, always right. comparing notes about who's the favorite. And yep. I'm like, you're my favorite oldest. You're yep. my favorite youngest, you know. So my son had a boot and it was my favorite oldest child. My next son, well, I'll get to him in a minute. My daughter, my oldest daughter was my favorite oldest daughter. And she had a real high, you know, tall boot with a, you know, oh, cool. and it was filled and it had her name on it. And then my youngest had this cute little shoe and it was a cowboy boot, I believe, because she was into horses and it said my favorite youngest. Now my son in the middle, <laughs> my son, Aaron, he's, he's a unique one. So we already had the oldest. We already had the middle because my daughter is kind of the middle. There's a lot of years between Josh and Aaron. So Aaron took on a lot of that first child and he also took on the middle. It just depended on who was around. But Cassie is my true middle. So I couldn't figure out a name for Aaron. So he's my favorite special child. Oh, my so stars. He's always known as the special child, which is kind of funny. If you know him, he's the kind of guy that does all the crazy stuff. So he really is my special child. And I made him a work boot, which is very, <laughs> very much what my kids are. So I'm, you know what? I may make them new stockings this year like that. Like you just said, like you just said, maybe get some more felt and make them another cool stocking. Full circle back to the beginning of our conversation about making something for someone. That's awesome. But it only is used around Christmas time. They don't have to. They can put it in their office and it would make their heart smile all the time or anywhere mm. they want. Ah, something to think about. I did, I did find something my mom gave me when I was home for Thanksgiving that my son is going to really love. So coming up in the next few weeks, we have a few weeks that we're going to be meeting and we're going to be doing our podcast and then it's Christmas break. So we're going Christmas to take, break from a podcast? It is going to be Christmas break from the podcast. I want you to be thinking about all things Christmas because the next time we get together, we're going to compare notes. So here's some things that we can talk about in the next couple of weeks. Some of your favorite Christmas smells, some of your favorite Christmas movies or carols. I'm sure you have a favorite Christmas carol. Favorite homemade gift, most unique homemade gift or unique gift. Your favorite white elephant whether you've given it. Oh, my stars. Or get. Bam. Yes. Okay, we're going to talk about that. Your favorite grandpa gift. Grandpas are hard to, to make for or to buy for. Okay. So we're going to talk about that. Fruitcake or no. Okay. Wheels Mince are turning. or no. And ornaments on your tree, which we just talked about. And real tree or fake tree, which I know yours because you have a bazillion fake trees. They're not fake. They're artificial. Is there a difference? Depends on who you talk to. Exactly. That's why I call them fake trees. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's some good topics that we're going to be talking over the next couple of weeks. So I want our friends to chime in and let me know some of their favorite Christmas smells, some of their favorite Christmas movies. Angie.inthemorning at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of us. And I hope that they do. Yes. So I want to hear too. We've survived Thanksgiving. We're on to December. We're on to Christmas. The most wonderful time of the year, right? It really is. It really is. And I'm really looking forward to the Christmas cheer. It's a nice way to end 2020. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And why not celebrate the birth of our Savior? Yeah. And live it up. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, we're going to get back to you guys next week. In the meantime, do chime in with us. Angie.inthemorning at gmail.com. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. The Shine FM Podcast Network.